Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Hey, I want to tell you about the lab. If you haven't heard, it is wellness. Anywhere you go, you could listen to it like a podcast. Um, they're basically live Zoom classes, but you could listen to them on a run, or you could turn the camera on and engage with them. We have a thriving community of like-minded people trying to live better lives, and it's been amazing. Not only do we have the foundational classes like codependency and and, uh, ch- and trauma and relationships and all that, but we also have a lot of fun classes because it's so hard to make friends as adults, right? So we have tarot card readings, we have soul shower, we have astrology readings. Uh, we're turning wellness into a lifestyle. We're also uh, going to run a retreat soon. So come and hang out with us. Come ride with us. Go to the website to get into uh, the lab and then go download the app. We have a brand new app out with tons of audio. I'm going to give you a discount code um, and this is for a limited time. So if you're listening to this, you could join the lab for only $20. It's like a drop-in fee. For three months, it's $20 a month. Go to tatlab.app. That's tatlab.app. And the discount code is live better. It's case sensitive. So all lowercase, one word, live better. And I will see you in the lab. So I just finished washing my car, something I have not done in many years, and I'm going to tell you how something as simple as washing your car can be a really powerful tool when it comes to mindfulness and practicing mindfulness. So today's been very stressful and um, kind of waiting for a lot of important emails and people to get back to me. And of course, the waiting creates tension, anxiety, possibly cognitive distortions, right? When you're waiting for someone to text you back or you're waiting for um, just anyone, if you're holding on something and that person's return, their uh, answer is going to determine whether you are going to have a a good rest of the, the night or perhaps a good rest of the week or year or not. There's a lot of pressure there, right? And so I decided to get out of my head by doing an activity and today I decided to wash my car now I used to wash my car a lot back in the day and when I was like you know in my 20s when my brother and I used to have these little tricked out Honda Civics and we spent a lot of time with our automobiles and there was something very therapeutic about washing your car and taking pride in um, just you know, in, in your, in your toy, right. And taking care of your toy. Right. Um, I remember buying rims and, you know, lowering the car and and all of that stuff. I was really into, um, well, I guess I still am, but I've always been a a gearhead, a car guy. And so washing my car, um, it felt good. And then of course you grow up and no one has time to wash their car anymore, uh, including myself. So I get my car washed. And today I decided, you know what, I'm going to wash my car something I've done in a long time and a memory came to my mind there was a guy named Mr. Eam he was a very quiet strong like you could tell he worked out a uh, Korean man and uh, I, I when I was growing up I never I never knew 
any older Korean dudes that were like built that had muscles. They were all, you know, like, you know, my dad, I think, had some muscles uh, in the military back in the day. But um, my uncles, my dad, like they, they were, they're all from the military. So they had a little they were in shape a little bit. But I never met like ripped, shredded, you know, bulky Korean man. Um, and this was the first guy that I met that fell um, under that category. And I was like 12. No, no, I was like 15, actually. Uh, and we had a little burger shop. Uh, my mom used to uh, drive there for an hour, drive there, uh, flip burgers, you know, make egg rolls. And it was called AMO. Um, we didn't sell ammo. We sold uh, American, Mexican, and uh, Oriental foods. And so that's why it's called AMO. And um, the guy that helped my mom, was his name was Mr. Eam. And he had this uh, Nissan Maxima. It was just a generic sedan. But he took care of it. Like, he washed it every I mean, every time I went there, he was washing it. And I remember he told me, uh, if you want to dry, <laughs> if you want to dry your car without any spots, you got to press hard. And of course, he had a lot of muscle. I was just a little kid, but he would press really hard. And so there were no streaks. Right. And I remember this and, and, I, <laughs> and I put it in my back pocket. And ever since then, as an adult, I'd always hear his voice when I'm drying my car. And I would hear him saying, you know, put more effort into it, put more muscle into it so there's no streaks. And I was thinking about that today while I was uh, drying my car. And I was thinking about him and the simplicity of his life. Now, I didn't know him personally that well, but he was always pleasant. He was always happy. Um, And I was the annoying, you know, 14, 15-year-old commanding him to make me cheeseburgers. Uh... And he never treated me like a kid. He treated me like an adult. And I think that's why I um, took his advice. You know, I think that's why when he said something, I listened. Uh, The point of this story is you never know what you say or do um, is going to be absorbed by someone else. And you you never know how uh, whatever you're doing it's going to impact someone and how that's going to affect their life. You know, um, something as simple as this one employee that we had who flipped burgers with my mom telling me how to wash my car resonates with me today. And it's helping me be more mindful as I think about his life, his story, how he used to just live simply, be happy, find joy in little things like a Nissan Maxima and washing it all the time. Um, and he was in that little uh, photo mat. You probably don't know what a photo mat is because you were just an idea in the 80s. A photo mat was these little uh, stores the size of a little kiosk. And uh, that's where you went to, d- to drop off your film if you wanted it developed. Because back in the day, all film was developed uh, from your cameras, right? We didn't have anything digital. And uh, one photo mat was destroyed in Back to the Future in that scene where the DeLorean is in the, the parking lot of that mall. And it's about to uh, go back, uh, uh, go into the blast of the past. And it, and it um, drives through a photo mat, shattering it. That's the image I just had. That mall, by the way, was in La Puente where I grew up, and that's what was famous 
about that mall is they filmed Back to the Future there. Anyway, bird walking. How something as simple as um, what to do when you're washing your car or noticing one's energy, um, the, the, the simplicity of one's life and how he uh, lived. He's still alive, I'm sure, how he lives uh, and how that impacts people. I'm saying this because I'm sure there are many people who have been impacted by you and by something that you've said, by how you did something, by how you lived, right? Um, By your energy, by your story. I had a supervisor once tell me, just be one bright, oh no, she said, you're going to be one point in someone's life, that's it. And this is uh, when I was, you know, um, getting my hours to become a therapist. Uh, I didn't, I didn't learn much from her, <laughs> to be honest, except this one thing that I'll carry forever. Um, you're going to be one point in someone's life. Just be a bright one. That's it. That's all she said. It's very casually, right? And she probably didn't know that it was going to be something that I would carry on forever. But for some reason, that landed for me. It's like, oh. And at the time, you know, studying to be a therapist and I was uh, absorbing and studying all these dense theories and. I was like, how am I going to help people? It's so complicated. Am I doing this right? You know, and she said, you're going to be one point in someone's life. Just be a bright one. And it made me think like we're all catalysts. You know, we all impact each other in some way. And we may be um, engaging with someone for a, a moment as we open the door for them. Right. Leaving a Starbucks or uh, we may be with someone for 20, 30 years, I don't know, but you're going to be one point, uh, and that just be a bright one. Mr. Eam was um, one point in my life. He was, um, you know, a year or two when I was in my early teens, and my mom owned that hamburger shack. Um, he was just a couple points, a, cu- a couple memories. Um, we didn't engage that much, but uh, but he was a, a bright point, and even someone so peripheral, someone that I, I don't normally think about, um, impacted me in some way. And I know there are many people that have impacted you, and I know you will impact many people based on uh, how you live your life, what you say, what you do, and uh, the story that you share. So uh, anyway, today's lesson in mindfulness Do something that uh, can be simple, like washing your car, um, to pull you out of your cognitive distortions and, um, you know, the the dangerous place in between our ears and uh, allow it to be, uh, allow it to allow you to be present. And maybe as you're doing this activity, maybe you could think about um, one person who has affected you in some way, you know. And, and, and I'm assuming a positive way, so, way so you're going to um, uh, uh, think about this person fondly. And maybe what you get out of this as you are being mindful and present and staying out of your head, um, maybe what you'll take away is what um, I took away today, this afternoon, in that uh, we are all connected in some way. And I don't know about you, but that makes me feel less alone in the world. Thank you for listening. Be well.
Listen, if you are great at helping other people and you have a passion for that and you want to find personal freedom and level up the skills you already have, it's time to become a life coach. Journey coaching. When I became a coach, there was nothing like this out there. And so I developed this coaching training program alongside Noel Cordeaux, Journey Coaching. That's J-R-N-I. And it is amazing. It's 100% live. It's everything that I wish I had when I was starting out. Meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, lifetime support and business development, ICF certified. Just go to theangrytherapist.com, my website, and click on Become a Coach and explore the Journey Coaching Intensive. See you in class.